0: You know, are you cold-blooded? I don't
1: know. Are we cold-blooded? I now. It's happening now.
0: But to say everybody, we're not, not cold-blooded.
2: Everybody cold-blooded.
1: is... Cold-blooded.
2: <laughs> what is happening?
1: <laughs> uh, everybody, it's uh, it's yeah, the second episode of Scarred Stars. Welcome to Paizo's Twitch. We are going to play through another Starfinder Society scenario. We're cold-blooded. We're here. We're here in space. Oh, it's time. Uh, I'm completely off track now, thanks to the singing Aww. coming from the, you. <laughs> the peanut There's gallery. No uh, it's time for the players. Let's let's talk to them. Yeah. <laughs> They're here. <laughs> They're with me. Oh goodness. Um, I don't know why it just completely threw me off. I had a I had a smooth sailing oh. intro, and then cold blooded oh, got me. It's well, it, all VHS. It, You will see there's nothing I cannot take from you, Jim. (laughs) There (laughs) is nothing I can take from you. I like it. You know what? I'm up for the challenge. Uh, Next time Mm. I'll be ready. Not this time. Mm. Uh, You know, the first episode of Skyward Stars, we went through, you guys, brand new recruits for the Starfinder Society. You went through, you actually got to meet a couple members of uh leaders of different factions of the Starfinder Society. There are different branches of the Starfinder Society that do different things. And one of the questions that I've been mulling over is sort of which which faction do you think your character would actually want to join in the society? Because you're all a crew, but you can actually work for the different faction heads. We met Radazam. The head of the acquisitives. Uh, they're like the PR arm of the society. They're concerned with the proliferation and upholding the reputation of the Starfinder Society, fame, glory, all that good stuff. Um, there's the data files. Uh, you met Historia7, leader of the data files. They are primarily concerned with gathering all of the data all of the information especially secret data that nobody's supposed to get to if you're not supposed to know it the data files want to know it uh you got to to deal with them a little bit last week Uh, you also got to deal with the exo guardians they're the they're the muscle for the society they probably have the most straightforward mandate which is just exterminate alien menaces that threaten the society and make sure everybody knows not to mess with the society too much because uh, they pack a punch Uh, and then there was the faction that we actually didn't get to meet um led by a Yasuki named fitch and that is the wayfinders and the wayfinders it's all about explore go find new places go further than anybody has ever gone before find new places that's the wayfinders thing then there's also the second seekers they are actually their whole thing is to support the first seeker whatever the first seeker says the second seekers are there to support it they're not really one that i think A lot of people would necessarily join unless you really identify with the First Seeker. But right now, as of this moment, the society doesn't even really have a a direction to go. I mean, you're just rebuilding. So joining the Second Seekers at this point might be a little bit of a crapshoot. You have no idea what you would get thrown into if your whole thing is to support a mandate. You're not even sure what it's going to be. Either way, after having met the faction heads and dealt with them just a little bit i'm curious and i'd like to start i think we'll start with kazka uh diana which faction do you think kazka most identifies with like who would you want to work for
3: definitely the exo guardians Mm. she is a protector Mm -hmm. she is a fighter i chose the gladiator
1: feat so definitely that i would who would he call protector protector because i feel like protector has a connotation and i'm not sure that's what i'm getting (laughs) from kazke but i could be wrong (laughs) (laughs) well protector of her
3: friends and the people she works for all
1: right i buy that
3: okay great (laughs) thanks a
1: little bit
3: that's where i stand (laughs) cool
1: uh b dave who do you think gunnan where where would he fit in the in the society
0: you know i had an opinion and i just literally changed it in the time that you were asking me because on the one (laughs) hand i was like exo guardians of course you know the best defense is a good offense Hmm. uh but i think the wayfinders there's a lot of upward potential now it's a big galaxy out there for us to go and
1: scrawl our mythos across it wayfinders nice nice Excellent. Uh, we didn't get to deal with them last week, but hopefully throughout the course of the Skyward Stars uh, series, we'll get to actually meet some of the Wayfinders. You'll get to see firsthand what they're all about. Uh, Maple, where does she stand in the society, do you think, Michelle?
4: Um, I feel like I'd be with the Acquisitives because uh, their slogan is fame, glory, and money. And I feel like that <laughs> last part is really, just really I connect with it on like an emotional, personal, moral level. <laughs> Um, so basically I think I, what I gathered is like the inquisitives like they're sort of like the PR department for <laughs> the Starfinder so like I could be really good at that start the Starfinder the first Starfinder like um, intergalactic broadcast uh, you know I think it'd be a, a huge hit you know
1: <laughs> I'm, here to, I'm
4: here to like make a TV show
2: basically <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey there's a room for that in the society no doubt at all <laughs> Uh Xander yeah what would haven be signing up to do
5: that's a great question i'm waffling between two both the data files and the wayfinders because uh haven has a strong sense of uh, exploration and wants to pilot and get out there and find things whether Mm -hmm. it's searching
1: for data or not i think that would be a good motivation for them so let's go with data files Cool. You seem to have a real strong connection to data specifically regarding humans. Correct. Uh, I feel like that would be an area of specialty for <laughs> Haven. Haven is <laughs> practically a human. <laughs> oh, obviously. Very, very, very much so. Uh, and then Katie, uh, where where would Volterix fit in all of this?
6: Well, I'm also kind of debating between two. Uh, I think an easy one would be to say the Exo Guardians. But I think she also might be a little bit interested in the Wayfinders as well.
2: Yeah.
6: Um Ooh. but probably Exo Guardians, at least for now.
1: Cool. Cool, cool. Team
6: cool. Exo. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> she wanted to be in the Exo Guardians until like Kazka wanted to be there as well and then it wasn't cool anymore. So <laughs> Which, whichever one Whoa. isn't uh whichever one nobody picked, she'll go with that one. Oh, nice.
0: <laughs> hedgelord to the end. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah.
6: That.
0: <laughs> you would need to. She's dedication. such a hipster. <laughs> but hear me out. As a wayfinder, you have more opportunity to send souls back to the great devourer or whatever it is that thing you're into.
1: <laughs>
6: <laughs> that is true.
1: Uh, now, in organized play, um, different factions uh, during different society missions actually have uh, like their own unique little objectives that they get into. Um, We haven't quite gotten into that yet. And maybe throughout the season, if you guys actually start making deeper connections with some of the factions, we can get into those things where you'll have your own personal little objective uh, for each scenario uh, as you all work together to get through the primary missions. But uh, for now... About all you guys can handle it because like you guys are absolutely wild. I don't know if I can give you what? more objectives in good conscience at this point. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We make our no, own, we own objectives out
0: later. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The good news is there is a supreme lack of options for refs <laughs> out there. So here we are. We win. The by desperate default. times. Yes, desperate we...
1: times call for desperate hiring. Hiring. <laughs> oh. We win by not playing. Yes. <laughs> Well, we're not here to not play. We're here to play. So why don't we go ahead and jump into our second mission for the Starfinder Society. Good morning, Galaxy. This is Segway Mesedra with your Absalom News Update. Today, we have the scoop on the controversy surrounding the hot new show, Love or Kill, Diaspora Edition. But first, a story on the Starfinder Society. Following their very public announcement of new recruits last week, the First Seeker's office has released information about a gala event they're hosting tonight at the Lower Spire Complex's SkyReach Room. The First Seeker herself is set to make a major announcement, and it's certain to have something to do with the new mission statement the society has been developing. The guest list for this exclusive event includes a number of corporate representatives, respected academics, and even wildly popular media mogul himself, Zo. The announcement will be broadcast live right here, so be sure to tune into ANT tonight at 1900 Station Standard Time when First Seeker El Sabo reveals that what this bid to rebuild the Starfinder Society is really all about. Now, a word from our sponsors. The news drone that's floating just overhead cuts to a commercial for scented additives you plug into vacuum suits, and it's about to. It's about this time that you all arrive at the central building of the Lore Spire Complex. The five of you are scheduled for a debriefing with the first seeker and you can only imagine that it has something to do with the gala that you just heard announced you step off the lift into Luwazi el Sebo's office and see that she is looking resplendent in a copper shaded dress coat several colored gemstones float about her head in slow orbit glowing gently you notice that each uh, you notice one each for the colors representing the starfinder society factions She's also not alone. A vesk in gleaming ceremonial armor stands near her desk. Radizam, head of the acquit- acquisitives, whom you dealt with in your first assignment for the society. <clears throat> uh, good morning, Starfinders. I have a new assignment for you. You may have already heard that we're hosting a high profile event this evening, and I'd like each of you to attend. A number of potential investors and society supporters will be in attendance and I'd like them to get a first-hand account of what the society is capable of thanks to our new recruits. I'm going to upload a dossier of individuals I'd like you to make sure you introduce yourselves to, to your personal devices. I'd encourage you to brag a little, embellish if you must, about your experiences so far with society. You want to appear just as daring, heroic, and competent as ever. You're going to be authorized to come fully equipped as security liaisons, though my obsidian spiders will also be on site keeping watch. The weapons and armor you carry are going to be primarily for show, conversation pieces for the guests. Uh, Hmm. You've got a few hours to prepare, and then you'll report to the Skyreach room here at the complex. you have any questions about what I'm asking you to do tonight?
2: Mm.
7: So we're just partying, right? And uh, showing off
0: i turn and look at maple and say literally all your training has led to this maple
4: (laughs) i am so excited this is gonna be amazing um maybe like mm, casca and volterix like don't talk to anybody and maybe not you either haven but you know what? it's gonna Mm -hmm. be amazing total this we are totally gonna do this mission um we are just gonna make nice right everybody yes okay but what kind of party is this
5: a oh. gala mm, So I like have, fancy
6: floofy things
0: i've prepared my finest silver shirt
1: <laughs> yes most of the <laughs> people in attendance are going to be um what you might <laughs> consider high society however as i had mentioned you can come right as you are we want this society is all about
4: no, we are not coming like this. This is this is insane. Mm-hmm. We are all shopping montage. We are going shopping. No, no, but I'm good. I think okay, well. we're fine.
5: Uh, Haven is excited to go shopping. Let's go shopping. Uh. Well. Huh?
0: In- Hear me out, um, Volterix has a certain aesthetic that works for her, and we are supposed to seem fearsome in our countenance. Mm-hmm.
4: Thank you, Captain. Yes. Okay, well, if anyone wants to go shopping with me, you are welcome to do so. Otherwise, I can like, I don't know, maybe like braid your hair or something before you, you go in there. I I don't know, just just some, just a zhuzh, you know? That, that
6: mm-hmm. sounds, uh, that's gonna be a hard pass for me, uh, but okay. thank you,
4: thank you.
0: Um, okay, great. Haven, um, mm-hmm. if you don't mind, would you please hold on to the credit sticks? Uh, recall Maple did use her equipment allotment on her pretty dresses. They are lovely, but I'd hate to go broke over uh, new ensembles, as it were.
2: Mm, I
5: okay.
4: should keep I, track. I, 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 well, I kind of thought we were just splitting those um, mm. like five ways.
0: Oh, so. yes, yes. Feel free to spend all of your money. Just don't spend all of ours.
2: Mm.
4: Okay, so we're not going to open like a joint team bank account. We're not doing that.
5: Mm, <laughs> maybe.
4: Um. That's we gave, weird. We can people that for later. That was just an idea. To make funds, you know, go easier. But <laughs> it's fine. We got this. Uh, mm. uh, Luanzi, we got this. Uh, uh, Reddit, Red, uh, what's the other guy's name? <laughs>
5: Radazam is the best.
4: We are definitely our team for this. We're going to do such a great job. Is there payment for doing this?
2: Oh.
1: Uh, yes. We will see to any of your expenses. Make sure that you keep your receipts. Ah. <laughs> you do have limits. The society is in a rebuilding period, I would like to remind you. So don't get too wild. Mm. And that's all. This is just a party. Mm, Yes, but you are having us there
0: as security, and also, was it, what was yours, Scarlet Spiders? Is that what you said? Also, that is
1: um, still a significant show of
0: force. Is there any potential trouble that you're anticipating?
1: We don't anticipate any trouble. However, it's always good to be prepared, and Hmm. you will be helping keep an eye on things. So if anything does crop up, well, quite honestly, I think that would be a good opportunity for us to show the potential investors firsthand what our newest recruits are capable of. Oh, so mm. no
7: shopping for new outfits. Got it.
2: You know What, what is, I heard
4: was the opposite, but then mm-hmm. maybe there's going to be a battle later? I just feel okay.
6: like there's a lot of... But what here. is so important about these people? Why are they so fancy?
1: Well, um, if you take a look at the guest list, and actually all of your devices now have a... Mm-hmm. A transferred document that has been um, given to each of you. There you see a list of names. One of them is Iteration177. Uh, he's listed as an agender, silvery-skinned android, mm-hmm. uh, affiliated with the Aspis Consortium. There's also a venture captain who is a uh, from the society, a, a bleachling gnome named Niaj. Um, there is a uh, uh royo is a Yosoki scholar who is listed on the the dossier then there's a parasitic isopod named icarus that you're supposed to meet with uh and then there is last but not least on your list is zo zo undead media mogul who uh, is well known and well beloved throughout the site you would guess um just by looking at the names that it is most likely again, if they're looking for investors and support from outside the society, um, whatever Luwazi is intending to, whatever the first seeker intends to announce tonight, uh, is going to re- is going to be some kind of really big project that is going to require outside support and investment from various other organizations. So this is likely just an an, an opportunity to impress people. Hmm. Um, uh, and, did you their-
0: say undead media mogul?
1: Oh yes, uh, from Eox, uh, you would hey, know. Um, you, uh, you say that a, as if
0: those words would mean something to me.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so. you can you can make it. You can make a culture check if you want. But even without a culture check, um, yeah. you know that Eox is a planet of un, a very intelligent undead uh, uh, beings. They are part of the Pact that connects all of the, the the planets and and they're part of the pact tree um there is there are dangerous factions amongst the eoxians primarily uh the biggest threat being the corpse fleet which is not part of the pact and uh uh sort of roams the galaxy uh attempting for you know basically the big old hostile undead takeover of the galaxy would be their big their big primary objective but um dealing with the undead is it's a common fact of life on a place like Absalom station. There are plenty of Mm. people who are uh, no longer living, but not quite lying down yet. Hmm. Mm. Um, When all types, I suppose.
6: When Volterix reads the list, uh, she'll kind of be skimming through it. And then uh, you'll hear her kind of like squeak in a weird noise, make a weird noise that you've never heard her, uh, kind of make, uh, and then she's just gonna kind of like cough it <clears throat> uh, away.
0: Mm-hmm. Something nope. in your throat, Voltarix.
6: Mm, no. Uh, nope. Uh, nope. Uh, mm-hmm. Malfunction yeah. in the air filtration system, perhaps. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, hmm. You have a smile on your face for once, Voltarix. No. No. Uh, I mean, sure. Uh, my face does that sometimes. It's fine. Um, hey, Mabel, we should uh, maybe we should talk for a sec. Um, uh, okay.
4: okay. Yeah. Totally. Great.
0: Um, Gunnon leans over to Casca and is like, "She is excited about meeting Zoe.
7: <laughs> Probably. Should we make fun ever for it or not yet?
0: During D- okay.
1: Absolutely <laughs> okay, perfect. <clears throat>
0: um, Anything else uh, before we depart to prepare?
1: No, I think the only thing to keep in mind is not to overthink it. You're there. Uh, we, we have assigned you to this because we believe that you're quite capable of making an impression on these people and your very presence is going to do wonders for our prospects as we launch into this year's primary initiatives for the society really it'll be fine thank mm. you that is very kind of you to say
0: um uh, then let us depart while we still have her esteem intact team mm. <laughs> <And> he <laughs> heads towards the door
7: i follow
5: i think if okay. maple and Volterix are going off haven
1: is just going to follow along at a respectable distance because they're going <laughs> shopping as well <laughs> sure. Yeah, you guys have a little bit of time before you actually need to be in the Skyreach room. Uh, if you want to spend that time doing some shopping and getting some new, uh, new, new digs, that's totally fine. Uh, if you, like Volterix, have no intention of ever purchasing new clothes again, that's also fine. Uh, you uh, you can simply wait out your time. <clears throat> it's up to you.
4: Okay, I go so, with Maple. Yeah, Volterix, okay. uh, we'll just do a quick sidebar here.
1: <laughs> yeah.
4: Um, um, so like, what's going
6: on? I mean, um, nothing. Nothing's going on. I mean, uh, you know, it, is it is it that bad? Like, is it
4: uh, everything for like it, a, a it, I mean, I,
6: I mean, I it's don't, not great. I don't really care, but like, I don't know. Um, what 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 would you do?
4: Okay, what I'm hearing is I don't care, but what I am seeing is that you do care.
6: No, I don't. I don't care.
4: Is there someone on this list that you are no. excited to see? Oh my
6: gosh, no.
4: Um, I don't. I only know about Zoe. The rest of these people are garbage to me. But, <laughs> uh, I mean, if it's not so, like, basically, if it's not Zoe, then I don't. You don't have to tell me because it doesn't matter. I guess. So maybe uh, I shouldn't be asked.
6: I just. I don't even know what you're talking about. And, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, maybe this was a bad idea. But um, yeah, thought you know uh you'd have some suggestion but uh you know what this is okay, this is okay, fine okay, this okay. is me
4: ignore um, me we're gonna go shopping and i see you haven't back there let's go too okay uh anyone Stop else who wants- <laughs> no, shopping, and we could even buy you all human clothes
6: Ooh.
4: that sounds awful okay uh, we- we'll buy you tricks clothes or whatever assassin whatever thing i don't even know where you go shopping we're not going there though
0: just <laughs> extend an arm to Casca and say, we can at least keep an eye on them, make sure nothing terrible happens.
7: Great, we can be their chaperones. <laughs>
4: <laughs> the second best part of shopping is being part of the peanut gallery, so you two are gonna have fun. Okay. Oh. Um, I would like to lead us very confidently to the, I don't know, second most expensive shop in <laughs> <history>. <laughs> Not the first? <laughs> no. That's consider it. Because I'm following orders, Yes, that job. We don't, shouldn't spend too much, mm. but I don't know what that means. So I go to the second most expensive shop at Absalon to buy us new clothes. <laughs> sure. Uh,
1: the trick is, uh, clothes themselves, especially for the amounts of money that you're used to spending, are not that big of a deal. If you hmm. wanted some, you know, uh, a, a suit of just formal wear, it costs you, you get well, well tailored stuff for five credits. It's fairly cheap. Oh. It's not a big deal. Ooh. However, in mind if that's the route you want to go you would not then be wearing your armor
2: Mm. now if you
1: wanted something like what you have i know maple you actually have an armor upgrade that allows you to to make your armor look like various suits of clothing that are very nice and fancy Mm. um there are also some services on the station that will either a uh uh basically polish up your armor uh you you know five ten credits you can get somebody to basically just take your armor um and and polish it up real nice it'll look really fancy it'll look like it'll look like itself but it'll it'll make sure that there are any big burn marks or scratches or anything and you look really fancy you know it's like getting your car waxed only Hmm. it's your armor Hmm. Um, (laughs) and there are also some people who will actually sell you little holographic uh, uh inserts that you basically slotted into your armor and for the night it can look like anything though it, it would it, they're temporary it's almost it's a temporary thing where at the end of, <laughs> of, the, of the day it'll actually just because it, it's just a hologram the the battery will run out and it'll short out and then your armor will just look like itself at the end So of the sort
4: night. of like the, the uh space equivalent of press on nails is what I'm hearing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: The, the Starfinder equivalent of, of press on nails. I love nice.
4: it. yeah, um funny. okay, maybe these things aren't very expensive, but I will take them to the place that gives you the nicest experience.
1: Yeah. Because as we yeah, know, sure. it's not
4: about the clothing, it's about no, the service there
1: is one shop that you know of where you go in and as soon as you get in they offer you like champagne flutes and you are taken to like a viewing room where you can all sit and you can have like a nice little like changing montage Say yes to the dress. yeah yeah, exactly it's 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 just like that uh they bring out like platters of cheese and rice candies and grub noodles for for, for haven <laughs> um and they you know you, you get snacks and a whole thing while you you could spend the whole afternoon trying on various incredibly wow. expensive designer clothing Um if you want that experience it would cost probably 70 50 50 credits a person um or you could just go to like i hand over
4: Starfinder credit, <laughs> credit.
1: card. Starfinder credit card.
4: They didn't tell us how much it was, so that's mm. kind of on
5: that. A receipt um, for two hundred and fifty credits, please.
2: Okay, sure. Yeah, well, of, course, of
4: course, Um, I will cool. say, if anyone else wants to pick up the uh, uh clothing reconfig, it's a hundred uh, credits plus the cost of whatever outfit you buy. So I spent a total. <laughs> that's not I bad. Have, yeah. Have, you have, like, yeah, it's fine. I have a like vested
0: him. interest in looking good.
3: Yeah. yeah.
4: Okay. Um, okay, so let's just go. I'm just going to... Uh, well, because you really wanted help. Uh, so for I... you, I know you probably don't want to like not have all your weapons and armor. Am I right on this one? I have to wear my armor. Oh, like, you'll, <laughs> you'll just like, die. I got it. Um, <laughs> so what I think you would like is a really cool overcloak that has lighting in it and has a spot for your wing to like kind of hook onto your wings so you can be like boop and have like your cloak flowing (laughs) behind your wings
2: very
5: very intimidating
4: yeah is that kind of what you're going for you want me
6: to fly with something obscuring my wings
4: like it's like hooked onto the back so like you can see the wings and then the cape flies from the tip i know it's like really complicated i could just buy it for you and put it on you
6: or Hmm. maybe something a little less just in general less (laughs) Um, okay. Are
0: you looking to show a little leg? Go with the no, cocktail No, test. that's the not <laughs> what I meant by L- less. The LBD as they referred to it in Ancient Earth.
6: That's not, No. Don't, aren't you
7: going to impress someone tonight by, oh, I mean, you weren't going to impress someone, so maybe no cocktail dress. You only
0: ever get one first impression. Imagine if you're turning heads while also brandishing a sniper rifle, Voltairis. Oh. You might end up on posters hanging on the walls of children all over the galaxy.
6: oh children.
4: You know, and Haven backed me up, that humans, when they want to look fancy, they wear, like one part of a glasses, like uh, like a monocle?
5: Mm, yes, this is a common tradition to wear part of a clothing, much as a, <laughs> a pocket that is sealed up and merely decorative.
6: Can't, I, can't we just get something that just looks like something else temporarily? I mean,
2: mm. I don't
6: want to actually wear anything different.
5: And Haven will bring over uh, a holographic emitter that they're also uh, attaching to their uniforms and they'll Ooh. help it help uh, Volterix attach it. Uh, yeah. And as Haven spins around, you can see that this uh, like shimmery black dress much like it was being suggested starts appearing over their <laughs> uniform uh, and it fits it's long sleeved for all four arms and it's like a sequin <laughs> gown uh, that comes down and Haven just looks very satisfied.
6: You're not gonna do that to me, are you?
5: Mm-hmm. It's adjustable.
4: Yeah, well, you can you can pick your own thing. If you don't like it at first, you can change it. We're still in the store, so this is not costing us extra. What do you want?
6: I want what
4: I have on. Okay, but more? Do you want like another belt with like more guns in it? I feel like that's kind of what you're going for.
0: Perhaps just a handful of glitter. No, <laughs> nothing goes my... over. <laughs>
4: Are we can do the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> reach
5: to my pocket, into your hair, and there's glitter all over your hair. I just <laughs> have this. me. Uh, and then Haven's gonna reconfigure the holographic module so that your outfit looks like it's made out of belts, like a Final Fantasy character.
4: Ooh, <laughs> Katie likes that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I reach into our I don't know where this was uh, our treasure trove of all the things we found last episode and I pull up the extra um, uh, sniper, the frost sniper rifle Oh yeah! and I just kind of like hook it onto one of the belts hmm. on Voltairex's outfit <laughs> Okay, now you look pretty cool, but or is this too heavy? The glitter looks great, by the way it's exiting everything It's
6: a bit much but-, but it's a party, you should like stand
7: out just think of it as one extra weapon on yourself, Altairix. I think you look beautiful.
6: Okay. Uh, I don't want the glitter. She's like shaking out her hair, um, but but kind of digs the the weird strappy thing Haven picked out. And hmm. uh, did you say this is an additional sniper rifle or my sniper rifle? An <laughs> Another one. Yeah, Another one. Can I carry two sniper rifles? Yeah, you, you can. are now.
4: Uh, as long as it doesn't go over your bulk that you can carry. Oh, man. All right. The bulk is not that much. You're fine. i got to pull up
6: that inventory sheet. Um, okay. Well, then she, she keeps her sniper kind of clipped in between her wings. So mm, she'll probably it? just reposition yeah, and it. and put them side by side. Oh, Ooh, Or yeah. exit. Yeah. Yeah. Exit. Yeah, ex, yeah. Ex, ex, yeah. Ex, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, a great yeah. idea. Um, and now she has two snipers in a belty Whoa. dress.
2: Whoa.
4: And, 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 and a bork. As, as well as Harry's doing this, um, I have all four of my arms out and I'm just like quickly putting press on nails under her nails. <laughs> 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 or if you're wearing gloves, then it's not even your nails. It's just they're on top of her gloves. Like I'm just putting the nails on the gloves. <laughs>
6: She probably has, like, really long black nails.
4: Oh, okay. Well, then, um, they're very long press-on nails, and they're very colorful. (laughs) Perfect. Don't change a thing. Great. How about the rest of you? Haven's looking great. Loving it. Got in. Casco. Gonna. What do you
3: suggest I should wear? She just kind of waddles over and puts her hands up, like, here you go. Fix me.
5: Mm, and Haven'll go over to attach another holographic emitter to go over the armor.
2: Oh. Uh,
5: and mm, let me think, what about this? And it uh, it's a like human 1950s pinup <gasps> polka dot what? dress with like an <laughs> empire waist and it flares out. Uh, and you can see that there's like a fastener that has appeared on top of your your hair as well. Huh. Oh. Yeah, I can see it like black and white polka dot.
7: What is this? Is it gonna harm my brain?
5: Mm, it is holographic.
7: Oh. <laughs> I am wearing I've never worn a dress before, thanks.
5: You look particularly human.
7: Oh, thank you. Ill? <laughs> Volterix, why'd you say ill? No, I uh, called you beautiful. D- <laughs>
6: I, yeah, I didn't uh just the human part of that. Uh, it's it's not yes. you. You're uh it's not what i would choose you know um i'm gonna go over uh there was yeah i'm gonna go she'll just turn around kind of go for some champagne
7: okay captain it's your turn i'm excited to see what she's gonna do to you too maple do your work or haven please
6: i
0: well i brought my silver shirt but okay
5: (laughs) the silver shirt is admirable captain
0: (laughs) thank you haven but yes please Upgrade in progress, I suppose they say. (laughs)
4: Um, Well, I feel like your normal outfit is really cool, very regal. You can see it right above your head there on the screen. Um, So I would just say, like, maybe, like, a little change. Like, um, maybe instead of purple, it's just, like, your normal kind of a hood situation. We do, like, all silver, and then we do add some, like, backlighting to you because that is something you can put on for um, 10 credits
0: under your shoulders. I can have, dr- I can have <laughs> <laughs> ground effects when I walk in. Yes. Yeah, like I my, think- My first car back in the academy.
4: Yeah, I think humans call that, what is it called? Underlining yeah. or something? Yeah, ground, ground
0: effects. effects. Oh, we ground <laughs> effects. <laughs> I didn't
4: know. Um, yes. Yes, and I think that'll really impress everyone at this party. We all look you really know. impressed.
0: Mm. If you say so, Maple, then it must be so. Yes, let us do it big, as they say
4: amazing and then maple um just quickly gets uh uh a new outfit that is um a a long like it's a really long uh pink cape that flows behind her and in each of her hands she has like a feather a pink feathered fan and is like okay let's go ready
0: wow Also, might I, if we're going to a party, and I'm going to be carrying my handguns, uh, Haven, um, Hmm. do you remember the documentary series we watched about the spies of ancient Earth that were all marked by bow ties?
5: Ah, yes, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. (gasps) I've seen
7: that one.
0: (laughs) Yes, that is the one I'm referring to implicitly. Yes, I would like to wear a bow tie as well. That's how you will know that I am classy. Ah.
7: So does this clip make me classy? Mm-hmm.
4: Put holographic bow ties on the whole party. Now we're all also wearing bow ties.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, Definitely. They will know we are classy.
4: I like this idea. <laughs> this <is good. clears throat> we're ready. And we're, like, yes. really mostly comfortable here, too. So this is, we're going to impress everybody.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, if I could make a request, also. If, um... Something does go wrong, which I'm sure it won't. Um, perhaps attempt to use non-lethal weapons until we get the situation handled. Aye,
5: aye, Captain. Hmm.
2: Okay, we and have a conversation. And I very much
0: p- pull out one of my handguns. I've got the flaming gun and mm-hmm. I've got the uh, the the lightning gun, which is non-lethal. My Azimuth laser, pist- the, the la- mm-hmm. laser pistol is lethal. The pulse caster is non-lethal. I like very visibly turn off the azimuth pistol <laughs> and kind of unsnap the holster <laughs> on the pulse caster like yes and right. take them alive okay
4: it's like last time we kind of had this conversation and then we i think i think we might have not understood what someone was telling us not to be not to do that not to be well
7: captain is saying at this time so no. we're not mm. allowed to fight until he says so okay yeah. please
6: do...
5: acknowledged acknowledged,
0: yeah. acknowledged.
6: Are we still doing that? Look at that. We
0: are. We are quite impressive, especially tonight. We're supposed to be on our best behavior, Voltarex.
6: <laughs> Am I not behaving? You are.
0: Ye- Unfortunately, this may well be your best behavior. That is so. <laughs> <laughs>
7: Ouch! Thank you, Captain.
4: <laughs> As the humans say, baby steps, right? Mm, yes, babies. Um, babies. They babies. Awesome. I guess
0: small uh, no no babies oh mm. yes the, i would explain the witch weird uh birth procedure but uh, oh. we <laughs> don't have nearly enough time for that so yes um let us be on our way
4: we hatch from eggs okay let's go <laughs>
5: <laughs> so yeah we had to My sky back. reach <laughs>
1: Yeah, so you spend, you spend the whole afternoon uh, eating cheese and fruit and uh, mm-hmm. drinking champagne and trying on various mm-hmm. outfits. And at the end of it, you all look absolutely incredible, I'm certain. Uh, a, a truly eclectic bunch, <laughs> if nothing else. And you make your way back to the lower Skyrim complex, uh, where you ride a lift up the very central tower all the way to the tippy top into the Skyreach room. <laughs> A classy space made breathtaking by large windows set into the vaulted ceiling, providing a shining view of the armada orbiting Absalom Station and the galaxy beyond. A low stage with black skirting and a sleek podium overlooks the room from the far end of the hall. A dozen or so guests representing an array of species mingled in twos or threes, while servers in sharp vests bring out a variety of snacks and drinks. A curly-haired AV technician arranges the wiring along one side of the stage, and Lawazi herself stands at the other side, speaking with a Damaya Lashunta man. As you're scanning the crowd uh, and scanning the list of people that you were intended to make an impression upon, you actually do spot uh, a Yosoki scholar. Mm. Uh, there is a uh, there's a half elf, uh, and when he turns, you notice that he has like this bulbous growth at the back of his at the base of his neck that is probably Icarus uh, you see uh, you clearly see the uh, Ilibrian media mogul Zoe he is making around rounds uh, talking, uh, talking to guests he's got this like cloud of media drones over his head constantly and occasionally he'll stop what he's doing and like <laughs> mug for the cameras um, <gasps> Zoe! That <is> so him. <laughs> uh, You do spot an android amongst the crowd. That must be iteration 177. And standing sort of by herself, you see a gnome uh, who's actually wearing a Starfinder Society insignia who has to be uh, the the Society Venture Captain. So you know all these people are present. You know that you're supposed to make an impression upon them. And mechanically, there's a whole system on how that will work oh uh, you guys could, can could, choose to oh, go ahead sorry I was like, can me? i see icarus again i lagged
0: for a second and, and didn't icarus? see Icarus', yeah. icarus picture yeah. i saw the yeah. others the gnome looks like she need a hug <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah oh hmm. ah. yeah so icarus like is
2: actually yeah at,
1: yeah you know that icarus is actually the the weird centipede creature on the back of the half elf's neck um Oof. the half elf like they're both distinct individuals uh icarus is of a species that forms uh sort of symbiotic relationships with host organisms and uh, they nearly the took over to... starfleet once in an inexplicably gory episode <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> indeed <laughs> uh
0: so i apologize you were saying the no no you for you're us good. to be social yeah, sorry
1: so uh in terms of how this will work it'll, it's it's a little bit built like an encounter Um, Every time that you want to go and talk to one of these people, uh, there there are a variety of skill checks you can make to try to impress them. Um, And each person based on their personality might be impressed by different skills that you can demonstrate uh, in the course (laughs) of your conversation. Uh, If you want, uh, basically once each round of the encounter, you'll have the opportunity to make one check. You can just choose a skill at random if you'd like um although you might be able to through talking to them get clues about things that might impress them or the things that they're most interested in which will give you an Ah. idea of what skills to use or uh you can use your turn to make perception checks to attempt to act or and sense motives checks to actually learn it'll actually if you succeed you'll just get one of the skills that you can use to attempt to impress them um very cool you need a number of successes for each person so it's valuable for all of you to take attempts like if one person succeeds you might still want other people to attempt however uh after a, after you need four successes before you get three failures so if you fail three times the person that you're talking to is kind of had enough of you and politely wander oh, they don't wanna, rejected to yeah. Aww, yeah you get rejected Uh, So you know that you want to make a good impression on as many of these people as you can, uh, but it is up to you who you want to talk to. And you all could actually, if you really wanted to make this difficult for me to run, you could even just talk to different people at the same time. I can oh. uh, tell uh, how you going to do, if, this.
0: Uh, <laughs> do if, uh, I, I might make a suggestion here. Um, mm. What do we all feel like we're best at? Uh, I myself am trained in diplomacy and also a little bit of the old bluff if there's any games of chance being uh, played here. Mm. Um, that is what I can probably demonstrate most effectively. How about you all?
5: I am a pilot.
4: um i think haven you'd be really good at talking to somebody who like loves humans or Mm. talking about other species maybe too or they love they love ships maybe that (gasps) i do love ships ships. um my special (laughs) skills are that i'm very beautiful i can um (laughs) i can like uh oh i can make it i i can leave the room and make another entrance again because i have Mm. stuff for that I have a whole plan, um, so I can be very impressive. That's my skill.
7: Quite. I, I can scare people, or I can perceive people if you want me to, or I can do really cool tricks, maybe, and flourishes with my sword.
2: Hmm. Hmm. Hmm.
7: I'm sorry, Captain. I see that you're upset with no. me.
0: Not at all, No, Kazka. These have all been vitally useful. You've saved us a number of times with these skills. I'm just trying to figure out how we apply them in a um,
7: feeling like not
0: quite so lethal setting as we right. usually
7: do. I understand. Yes, Maple. Do you have a suggestion?
4: Well, I thought you just mentioned you're really good at like reading people's motives, and maybe even if even if they're not murder, I don't feel like the rest of us could read the room if it if our lives depended on it. So maybe okay. I can read the room.
5: Voltarex seems like they would be very good at that as well.
6: We can both do it together, Mm. Uh, or you could you could do that. And uh, you know what? I'm really good at I'm really good at just kind of just hanging out here, like maybe that corner because it's like super dark and I can just kind of like.
0: Oh no! 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 This is not prom, Voltarex. No standing (laughs) on the wall. You know what I think. Henry. i think we should start with zoe, oh, and zoe you might be specially qualified uh to speak to zoe for us you seem to have an insight into him
6: me no i don't i yes. don't i don't uh i don't know how you uh, thought of that uh i think you should probably send maple because like skills i mean as maple said like beautiful and Voltarex, you're starting to
7: sweat underneath your lip. I can see it. Are you nervous? No. Do you have the hots for Zoe? It's okay. You can have... No?
0: It is fine. Zone of safety, Voltarex. We're, you know, we're not here to uh, kink-shame anyone.
6: Uh, I'm... (laughs) Fine. Uh, and she's we just believe gonna, in like, you. She's she's so offended by what her, her party just <laughs> like accused her of. So she's just gonna like brush past them and go toward where Zoe is.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: The yeah. moment, well, give her like five <laughs> seconds, and I'm like, Maple, would you support her, please?
4: <laughs> oh my god. So like, as we'll t- okay, hold on. I don't I don't know, Jimmy. If you want us to wait to do uh, oh yeah uh, in order uh, before we start doing things or not.
1: No, you guys are good. You guys are good okay. so far. Keep it up.
4: Um, before Volterix reaches uh, 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 Zoe, um, I am gonna, uh, I'm just gonna like burn some spells here. Um, I'm gonna mm-hmm. use psychokinetic hand to like create, like, just, I want the hand to kind of do this, or, or no, I know, lift up her hair to make it look like it's flowing in the wind <gasps> behind her as she walks mm-hmm. up to make her like- Oh, oh pretty. She's like pushing it down. And it's like ruffling her feathers and like making her look very, very shish I, up I'll cast
3: Dancing Lights on Volterix
6: as she walks
3: oh. away.
4: What is happening?
6: I said I was good at hiding and now I can't. <laughs> I use my, I use
4: my, um, um, hold on, what's it called? Uh, uh, it's
2: telepathic like message to oh. tell
4: Volterix. <laughs> Using all my spells. Hey, girl, if you need anything, just like, I will, I can, like, say words, and, like, you can say them if you run out of things to say. I can just give you some ideas. It's,
6: it's just, ugh, fine. Mm -hmm.
4: Okay, so when you walk up to him, don't say, just be, like, really nice. This is me talking with my telepathy. Hmm. Just be really nice, (sighs) compliments, talk about Sirefinder a little bit, and go. I'm right behind you, buddy. And I'm kind of, like, hiding behind her wings, but I am there with her.
1: (laughs) Uh, Voltar. (laughs) <laughs> so are, are you are you going with her or are you yes. like sorry I just I'm, like, I'm you with are her, with, you're there with with, her. Right. Gotcha. I'm there with okay. her
4: but I'm just behind her wings a little bit so I'm a little <clears throat> detached until I emanated
1: gotcha um now just so that I can sort of keep track of uh, the the amount of times that people are trying to interact with various guests Do the rest of you want to be involved in this conversation with Zoe, or are you gonna attempt to get involved with the conversation with somebody else at the same time? If
0: I could make a suggestion, let's just do two at a time. So we won't make it too crazy, but like two teams (laughs) going after two people. Sounds good. So, Haven, who would you like for um, Casca and I to assist with speaking Hmm. to next?
5: Perhaps iteration 177. Mm.
0: Excellent. We've got to make the rounds eventually.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: And, and I just, we'll, le- go ahead. We'll start heading over in that direction then.
2: Mm-hmm. I
0: just That's lean right. over to Casca and I'm like, please mm-hmm. keep an eye on Voltarex. This will be wonderful.
7: Yes. Do you want me to record it on my comm?
0: <laughs> please <laughs> do. I'll I zoom already. in
2: and do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Very, very much like give the, the walk away the like,
2: <laughs> There's so winking happening. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. So, Maple and Volterix, you see an a uh, dead man walking, quite <laughs> well, dressed That's in like a, a flashy joke. suit and surrounded yeah. by a floating cloud of media drones. This undead media mogul seems to be having the time of his unlife. On second glance, it's hard to determine whether his smile is real or simply a result of the skin that's pulled tight against his elongated skull, giving him a permanent rictus grin. But as you approach, he immediately looks over at the two of you and he says, hey, is that two rifles crossed on your back in an X? Because that <laughs> is fantastic. That is exactly the kind of thing that I need for my feed. Did hey, you smile at the camera right there? Hey, you want know, to wave to him?
4: I send a telepathic message to Volterix. Smile and wave, you idiot! <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it.
4: I grab her. I grab her arms from like behind her and kind of make her wave a little more. <laughs> uh, hi, you're Zo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's right. I'm Zo. Make sure you get the exclamation point on the end of that. I legally changed my name to have it on there. All right. Don't forget it.
6: Wow. Cool. Nice. Yep. And she just kind of turns oh, around. I'm sorry. I
1: know what this is. And he actually he grabs a uh, a marker out of his his jacket pocket. And ah. there's the he goes up and there's like the armor plate on your shoulder. And he signs it real quick. <laughs> Zo. There you go. Hey.
4: You're Zo. <laughs> How's that? Hey, something else, Volterix. Something else. <laughs> uh, I um I push down one of Volteric's wings and I turn on my lights on my armor, uh, so that I have like a light show happening behind me. Hi, hi. Um this is my friend Volteric. She's a big fan, though. So, so am I. How are you doing? How are you enjoying Starfinder
1: Society's party? Oh, I'm having the time of my, of my life. How are you enjoying it? Hey, try this real quick. He hands you a small, like, individually wrapped candy, it looks like. Maybe, like, a piece of fudge or something.
4: Mm. Oh, I can't eat, like, any of this, but thank you so much. I can go to Volterix.
1: As soon as you pass it over, he looks up at one of the cameras and circling his head. and he says,
4: wah, wah,
1: won't try it.
6: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, can I figure out what it is?
1: Uh, sure. Make a <laughs> perception it- check
6: all right Ooh. uh that's going to be uh 23.
1: Mm. uh it looks like it's, it's basically a piece of vat grown um uh, meat from some kind of many, many legged insect from off world. You've seen trays of these being carried around. Um, They're individually wrapped because as soon as you unwrap them, uh, they tend to try to crawl away. Uh, You do see a number of people are eating them. Uh, They're not not inedible, but they're certainly an interesting taste experience.
6: Do you eat it? (laughs) She she just kind of holds it.
4: Okay, well, we're not going to eat that. Totally fine. Volterra, because you do you. Um, So, Zoe, what brings you to this side of the galaxy to visit our little space station?
1: Me? I'm just looking for more action, more violence, more explosions for my next series, Necromancer
4: Island. You're going to find it at Station for sure. Like yesterday, we basically... Hmm... There was like a huge incident with like explosions, and I can't really describe the whole thing. It's a little top secret, but I, I feel like to like, shoot things. Yes,
1: <laughs> he loves. <laughs> you he know work. what? I think you like to shoot things. Hey, I, how did you know? You wanna? Do you want to shoot something? <laughs> yes, I've got something you can shoot. Hey, you over here. He calls over one of the the servers, and he grabs a huge. It looks like a the ceramic, um, mug of something. Uh, you're not sure what's inside, but he places it right on top of his head, and he oh. says, "Hey, oh. make sure you get this." He points up at the media drone and says, "You, either one of those rifles, both the rifles, right on your back. Go for it.
2: This is I... gonna be great." Impor-
0: important point of clarification.
1: Can I hear that? I know I said <laughs> we walked away. Can I hear that? Uh, make a perception check.
3: If if not, I'm recording it for you. (laughs)
0: That is true. Uh, Perception, I got... um, Come on, load. Uh, 21.
1: 21. Oh, yeah. You... I mean, Zoe's pretty loud and boisterous. And as you look over, you see him placing something on top of his head. uh, And he's looking at Voltairex. He says, you, you hear distinctly the word Shoot. Uh, which sets off all the captain alarm bells, I'm sure. I, I would just say through the comms, Voltarex, get that mug. <laughs> <I mark> the <laughs>
0: mug with
2: <Gerem.
6: laughs> Oh, nice. Yay, one. I'm, gonna here, one. I'm gonna use my uh, quick release sheath to really quickly like flip out my static arc pistol. Okay. And take aim at the mug.
1: Sure. Uh if you want to attack the mug, make an attack roll. And I get a plus 1? You get mm-hmm. a plus. I'll give you one from the captain for that. That's a it's a good uh, good use. Awesome. Of can I
4: have a hold an action in case something goes bad?
1: Well, so what like- you can actually do, if you would like to, is you can attempt to assist her. If you want to use your action for this round as an assistance rather than your own individual check, you could roll uh, hmm. a, a you could roll the same skill that she's doing in an attempt to uh, help her out. Okay.
2: Yeah. I don't oh, know she- exactly.
1: I imagine since you have a telepathic link to her right now, you could uh, you could help her aim a little bit.
4: Sure. Uh, which that was. Uh, uh, what is this? Just attack.
1: Just make a ranged attack roll. uh, And if you succeed, you will give her a plus two bonus on her attempt.
4: Okay. That is a 14.
1: Ah, 14. All right. What did you get, Volterix? 23. Nice. 23. Uh, Okay. I was uh, either way. the i mean you take aim uh and bolstered by the captain's uh uh decree that you get that cup and (laughs) you fire off a arc of electricity that looks like it's about to zap right in the middle of zoe's forehead but then shatters this mug and the ceramic shards go flying everywhere, and this liquid, like, trenches Zoe momentarily, and he's like, yeah! That is exactly the kind of impressive performance that I like to see from the- You're one of the Starfinders, right? You know what? Now I recognize you. You were from that news feed, that incredible scene from Yetembe Park last week, right? All those dead people. That is exactly the kind of thing. You know, I have some ideas for some new shows. I think that you and I should talk more about maybe getting you an exclusive media rights contract with me? Uh, Zo! What do you say? Uh, here. Uh, you're you're Zo. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about it in just a minute. Uh, and that will cover
3: <laughs> nice Maple, Gunnan,
1: and Volterix's action for this as Haven, <clears throat> Gunnan, and Kazka actually step up to a silvery-skinned android uh, that you know is iteration 177. Um, A strikingly well-dressed android, in fact, who smiles at you and raises a glass when they see that you've noticed them. There is a surprising warmth and kindness in their demeanor where you've seen a more cold exterior on many of the other androids that you've met on the station as soon as you step up to Iteration 177. Gives you each a nod. Hello. Welcome. You are, in fact, the newest Starfinders, are you not? Mm, Greetings. Well spotted.
5: Hello. It is a
1: pleasure to meet each of you. I'm Iteration177. I represent the ASPIS Consortium. I must apologize, I know last week there was a little bit of a kerfuffle when members of the uh, ASPIS Consortium made some perhaps derogatory remarks about the Starfinder Society. I want mm. you to know that as an organization, we harbor the Society no ill will. We think there might even be opportunities for something of a partnership in the future.
5: Well, my name is Havinovich, but you could call me Haven, and this is Kaska and our Captain Ganon.
1: Uh, pleasure, pleasure all three of you. Yes, indeed.
5: She like curtsies
3: in her dress, but it looks really awkward, and then she <laughs> trips and catches herself, and ah, uh, uh, sorry.
1: As you trip, like iteration one seven seven reaches out and like gently catches your arm to help oh. you right yourself.
7: Oh, thank you. You're so kind and
1: More really course,
7: cute. I mean, really nice.
1: Well, I thank you for that. Mm-hmm. So, what can I help any of you with today? Mm. Are you enjoying your time in society? Have you encountered anything particularly interesting? Any exploits to tell me up.
5: We did have a a particularly adventurous first outing. Mm. Mm -hmm.
1: I would love to hear all about it.
5: We actually Uh, can.
1: If you want, um, Mm -hmm. you can attempt to regale Iteration 177 about one of your missions, or... You can attempt to lie about a mission that you never were actually on, uh, using either diplomacy or bluff as you uh, for your action this round. You can tell this story, and then you can, at the end of it, roll roll one of those two checks if you would like to impress him th- that method.
5: Uh, I have faith in Haven's diplomacy, so I could do that in telling the true story, and he'll they'll talk about uh, Historia Seven to sort of bring up the data files
1: to see if there's a oh. connection there as well. Is there anything I can do to assist?
3: Yeah, Yeah, you
1: can if you want to. You can make an... uh, uh, If you want your... well, Because you had used the get get for the other one, I'm actually going to apply your action to their interaction for this round. But Kazka, if you wanted Mm -hmm. to uh, aid instead of making your own check, you can attempt (laughs) to roll a check to give Haven a bonus rather than making your own skill check.
5: Kaska does the
1: sound effects
5: as Haven is telling the story. Oh,
3: yes. (laughs) But just so you know, I do not have diplomacy or bluff, so it's just a straight die roll for me. Okay, Okay. go ahead. All right, you want me to roll it now? I got... Oh, shoot. I got a seven.
5: Uh, That's okay. (laughs) Uh, Because I got a 25.
3: Oh, perfect. I will do the best I can with my sound effects.
2: (laughs) Mm-hmm. (laughs)
1: uh yeah so you can i didn't mean to cut off your story i didn't mean to 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 cut off the role play i was just letting you know that oh yeah but by all means, tell me about yeah, one no, of your mission well, to the star. I'm eager to hear what you've been doing.
5: With this society. Hmm. We've met many interesting people for sure, and since being introdu- introduced into the Starfinder Society, we have been trying to find our place in this world, and it has been mm, a challenge, to say the least. Historia Seven uh, sent us on a mission. I believe you may be familiar with her.
1: Uh, unfortunately, no. I haven't had the pleasure of meeting her, but
2: um,
1: I'm sure she sounds quite lovely. I definitely recommend it. Mm. Uh, he seems suitably impressed by your your recounting of your of your time with the society, and you have gained uh, at this point. There's a success in your interactions Whoa. with Zoe. And one success with your interactions with iteration one seven seven. Yay! Uh, at this point, we'll turn our attention back to the conversation with Zoe. Uh, Zoe has, at this point, um, he presses a button on. Uh, it looked like it just like a, a lapel pin, but, it, but he squeezes it as if it were a button. And there is this blast of air, and all of the liquid that had spilled out from the mug is like almost immediately dried. Uh, as he is talking to Volterix about perhaps signing some kind of a deal to get her on one of his upcoming shows um but he seems to be quite impressed by uh displays of uh skill seems to be his big thing like he seems to want excitement he seems to want uh, you can tell he's very you know, he's looking for action he wants to see what you guys can do so as as you are continuing this conversation with him what do you guys what do you guys do
4: Um, so if you think that's cool, I can open up portals to alternate realities and send things through them.
1: (laughs) That (laughs) sounds Absolutely fantastic. If there's one thing that I need, uh, one thing that I don't have, it is enough (laughs) contracts with alternate realities. Look, everybody knows all about Zoe's shows here on this reality. It's the other ones that I need to get expanding to. All right. I mean, I've got almost 1 million hours of camera time and it's all been confined to one reality. What is that about?
4: Uh, telepathically to uh, Volterra because I'm like, I kind of thought this guy was supposed to be cool, but he kind of sucks, but let's just do this. <laughs> <laughs> <Kind> okay, <of. laughs> i
2: um
4: Okay, um, just like a fair warning, I do get like a little weird, but I'm surprised if I a door to an alternate reality that's going against all of, uh, you know, all of nature. Um, I activate Junk Shard um, and instead oh. of attacking uh, uh, anything, I just want to... Um, I just want to open it and send various things to the front of the portal, and then send them back through, so they're not actually shooting out. I don't know, sort sure. of flavor thing. Uh, my eyes uh, turn black. I cast <laughs> junk shard, <laughs> and then you. I just...
1: believe that junk shard typically is a save, correct?
4: Oh, cool! I'm mean, gonna I kill people. Yes, you're right. Um, yeah it is a just full
1: poltergeist in the middle of this cocktail party
4: <laughs> yeah. so reflex save
1: it's a reflex right so so yeah all i was saying is that for so for this one um inst- since there's really nobody who you're not targeting anybody who would make a save um go ahead and just make it as if you were making a an attack roll with a with a ranged attack and you're okay. you know trying to hit that dc to make sure that you can a suitably impressive but not in dangerous performance of your magical prowess
4: Well,
1: man, Uh, that is a 13. A 13. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, you open up this portal and these junk shards start flying through and he's watching it. And one of them actually like pings right off of one of his drones. Uh, He's like, ah, no, go, come on. No, that's a very expensive equipment. Oh, come on. (laughs) He he brings the drone down and he's like, ah, I wish he hadn't done that. Uh, and he's like trying to like uh, uh, he quickly like reaches into his pocket he's trying to replace the, the lens on the front of the camera drone mm. uh, and unfortunately that is one failure now
2: for oh. so oh. Uh,
1: you still have an opportunity to make a check if you would like um, or uh, you know that that again he's, he's uh, show, showing off with the gun works but you get the sense that trying the exact same thing multiple times with any one of these guests might become less impressive each time, uh, more difficult to to get their attention. Um, So uh, again, you do have the option of just making conversation and using a perception or a, a sense motive check to try to figure out if there's something else that you might be able to do next round that would be suitably impressive.
6: Oh, I'm probably the wrong person for that. All right. Uh, uh uh zoe
1: uh he just finishes replacing the lens on his drone he looks over and he's like that's me zoe don't forget that exclamation point it's very important uh
6: your uh philanthropy and uh revolutions revolutionary um your philanthropy is revolutionary
1: Revolutionary is a word that I would like to describe most of my content. I mean, honestly, who can say that they have almost one million hours of screen time? I mean, heck, since the gap, it's been what only about two million total hours. I mean, half the time, fifty percent of the entire time since the gap, we've got Zo on screen everywhere across the galaxy. Fantastic, isn't it? Uh, go ahead and make a sense motive check. <laughs> <laughs>
6: That's a nat 20.
1: So 25. But nah, yeah. 20. Then I will give you uh, two different skills that you could use, or three different skills that you could use uh, on your next round that might be suitably impressive. Again, you get the sense he's all about action. He wants to see what can you do, uh, what what could he put on camera that would be impressive to his audience. So any kind of display of acrobatics, mm-hmm. um, so for example, oh, perhaps uh, putting your wings to use might be something yeah. really nice for him. Uh, athletics, a feat of strength or something like that would be very interesting. Or even even just uh, a a sort of shadow boxing display. You could use Bluff uh, as a feint in order to make an impression on him. Uh, Any one of those options would be great. for Uh,
6: For the next one.
1: For the next round, right. So you spend your round this time learning about what he likes to see. And then next round, you'll get the, op- you and Maple will both have opportunities again to impress him. So you've got one success and one failure towards Zoe. And now we move over to the conversation between iteration 177 and the um,
0: Could I ask a question?
1: You can ask it. Any so, question so- you like
0: uh since i am a noble scion i actually am royalty and one of the things i expressly move about in the highest echelons of galactic society your Mm -hmm. status allows you to know who's who among the wealthy and powerful of the galaxy from which families are on the rise and which are on their way down as to how to dress for blah 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 blah. i'm good at this so i can i can make a culture check and read people Mm -hmm. uh I would like to try and analyze um, iteration one seven seven here to see see what's up with them, or what Absolutely. what might you motivate can. them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, you can do that. All right. It says it reduces the difficulty by five for me when I do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay, Sue. So that is going to be um eighteen.
1: Eighteen, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you can tell that, uh, especially with the reduced difficulty for you. Uh, I can give you pretty much all of the other skills that would be impressive to him. Uh, mm-hmm. You know that iteration one seven seven is a fairly highly placed member of the Aspas Consortium. Uh, you've actually, uh, in, in it, occasionally, you'll see an article that he'll be mentioned in or something. Um, you know that uh, he's very interested, or they, sorry, they are very interested in. Um, uh uh surprisingly enough um magic and mysticism are are things that they've shown a remarkable interest in so anybody who can talk about that kind of thing making a mysticism check uh would be impressive uh they're also very interested in well traveled individuals so a culture check to talk about um some of the uh, other cultures that you've come into contact with might be something that's impressive you've already uh, impressed them with a, a, with talking about some of the, one of the missions that you've been on with, um, with the society, but you could also, uh, try to one-up the story with a bluff check, uh, attempting mm-hmm. to sort of embellish perhaps one of your greater deeds, uh, so you can use, so basically your remaining skills in an attempt to impress this guy, uh, this person mm-hmm. would be bluff, culture, and mysticism. I just sort
0: of look at them for a second and I say, iteration 177, you seem to be uh, a sentient of um, distinction and nuance. Might I um, perhaps interest you in a bit of a mystical display, the type Ooh. that you wouldn't normally see um, um, in your shops or in your normal uh, be- uh, meetings and goings abouts?
1: Uh, oh, indeed. I actually find that the study of magic is something of a pastime for me. Now, uh, uh, Gunnan, you would, so basically your action for this round mm-hmm. would be to make that check. Now your companions, mm-hmm. I would, I'll would say that your companions know also oh, what you found out. Great. They'll actually have to make a check. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just yeah. saying it out loud so they yeah, know. Because yeah. after I say that, I, I sort it. of get the slow rotate to Haven <laughs> and Casca. Yep, Cass. yep. I, I, I get it entirely. I just wanted to make sure that, uh, mm-hmm. that we were on the same page there. So, yeah, you mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, the captain gives you the heads up on some of the things that might impress Iteration 177. Uh, and at the mention of magic uh, Iteration 177 actually leans forward, oh, yes, I actually find that Magic is something of a, a, ha, I can't do any of it myself, but I find it to be something quite intriguing and fascinating.
5: Hmm, well yes, if you go into the deeper concepts of it, and uh, Haven like to make a mysticism role.
1: Yeah, absolutely, uh, go ahead.
5: Because Haven is a mystic.
1: Uh, just before you do that, Kazka, did you want to make an aid, or do you want to make your own check using a different skill, or the, even the same skill this round?
5: I
3: don't have any of these skills, so I'll make Great. an aid check. Sure. Oh,
1: basically, a- Aiding is fairly easy. It's only DC 10 to aid, so if you don't have a skill, aid is pretty good to rely on, because you mm-hmm. only have to hit a DC 10, and then you give the person who's making the primary check a plus 2 bonus. So
3: Okay, let's That's
5: see. Fine. I'll talk about Mystic Theory, and you'll do the sound effects for that, too.
3: <laughs> uh, I don't know it's a 4. Wow. So, <laughs> so basically you've got
1: you've, you as you start talking about magic you've got Casca being like oh yeah totally magic uh, yeah. it does things i've she seen just, crazy she just she just starts magic. doing
3: like a dancing lights in front of her and then passes it to Haven and like making it For the it...
5: actual check oh oh there wasn't a plus 2 so a 15
1: does that seem Uh, as you are talking about, uh, you can see that, that Kazuka just starts like making dancing lights and it's a little bit distracting to both you and iteration Uh, 177 who are like having trouble focusing on the conversation. Uh, but you can see iteration 177 so forth. It actually is, it is fairly interesting. I, I I get your point. Um, you actually, uh, uh, seem to have, uh, some amongst your crew who are quite capable. In fact, I, I know that uh, Witch Weirds actually have some of their own innate magic, which is quite fascinating, and uh, the Drow as well, as, as we can see from this demonstration. Uh, Ooh, and indeed, despite the indeed. fact indeed. that you weren't getting that that extra bonus, uh, you do get, manage to get a success. Oh, okay. good! <laughs> two successes with iteration 177. <laughs> Only two more to go, and that completes round two of our social encounter we head back to the conversation with Zo. Zoe has finished up repairing his little, placing the lens on his drone after a little bit of a snafu. Um, uh, you know, Volterix, that this might actually be more your battleground than Maple's, because he he wants to see action. He wants to see what you can do. Yes. Uh, he's not as interested in talk as maybe some of the other guests are, but uh, what do you uh, want to Volterix,
4: do? Volterix, you, so you, t- you uh, tell me that information via Telepathy. Oh, yeah,
5: telepathy. <laughs> uh,
6: yeah, yeah. In, in a very jarbled way, that was probably hard to understand, because a lot of it was probably like, he's Zoe.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: so what, what I heard was, he loves jumping. like <laughs> Cool. And maybe you
6: can show him just how pretty you are or something. I don't know, but. OK, I
4: got it. <laughs>
6: um, go ahead, go
4: ahead. Oh, OK. Um, well it makes me look cool. Um, all right, so would you like to see a display of the Decimaris talents? I know they're pretty rare out here since we're all the way from Koshoria and like this is basically nowhere. Um, but like we can do some pretty cool stuff like innately.
1: <laughs> and hey, going- look, if you've got cool things you could do, uh by all means, let me see. Just make sure eyes to the drones, right? We want to get that. We want to get that in the shot. He's like, "Let me, let me get, let me reposition this real quick." All right, now show me what it is that you could do that is cool.
4: Um, So what I want to do is sort of, and and tell me if this is wasting anything, but (laughs) I was gonna uh, use my once a day twinkle to teleport, um, just teleport a different spot, still within the camera uh, Mm -hmm. area, Um, and then uh, use acrobatics um,
1: to
4: uh, like kind of fly up and around. Just Ooh. do some
1: like... Old yeah, no, I like it. I tell stuff. you why. since you're going to add that... that If you want to add that flare with the twinkle, then mm-hmm. I will give you an additional plus two bonus to your check since you're, you do that as you as you just appear in midair and begin weaving it. about.
4: Okay. So um, the twinkle I just get to do. And then yep. um, that is a... You said pl- oh, uh, 19 plus 6 is 25, 25 plus 2 is 27.
2: Yes. Twenty-seven. So
1: yeah, you—you nice. I mean you just appear in a shower of sparkles high above, where you're perfectly in frame for the drones, and begin flying about in a bunch of weaving patterns. All of the lights, I'm sure, uh, quite <laughs> a display from your from your backlighting you can, like, start on your clothes. Yeah. When I uh, finish, and-
2: I I grab up,
4: like a handful of glitter from my glitter pocket that I have now, and I just go into <laughs> the camera. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's like you know what it's almost like i could i can i can see this like i mean imagine you flying above a battle just glitter everywhere while volterix here is just shooting down alien menaces left and right i love it personally i think this would make a fantastic show you guys actually work really well together i wasn't so sure about you at first but now i'm thinking together you make quite a pair uh, and that is another success Zoe with volterix up and still having an opportunity this round if you'd like
6: I would sort of like him to turn around to notice that Volterix is gone because she oh. is
1: stealthing.
5: Huh?
6: Is that yeah, so? He's like,
1: sure, yeah, no, I, I, I you know what? I'll, i I buy it. Um, I go ahead and make a stealth check for me. It works for Batman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Where'd he go?
0: And he doesn't even have wings. 28.
1: Yeah. 28? Oh yeah. So he's like, you know what? I think the two of you make quite a pair. I wasn't so sure about you at first, but your compa- your friend, your friend. I don't know where she go. I think. I don't know. I guess it's just you and me now. And uh, then I, I, I want to like I want
6: to. <laughs> I want to like expand my wings up in uh, like up above where he's standing, and then maybe do some sort of weird like flippy thing and then land down in like a superhero pose with like my wings out and stuff. Yes!
1: <laughs> sure! Uh, <laughs> so with with a 28, you easily uh, managed to do a a very impressive flippy thing landing in the three-point landing right in front of him as he is like, wait! There she is! This is fantastic! I can't believe it! <laughs> I mean, we have got to sign some... I mean, this is fantastic. I, I mean, seriously. Uh, everybody up with the cameras? Right? Ah! Uh, <laughs> that is another success towards impressing Zoe. You only need one more uh, to have him in your pocket as we move over to the other half of our team who is still engaged in conversation with Iteration 177. Um, you've impressed him with your knowledge about magic. Ooh. You've given him a rundown of one of your missions. Uh, you know that you could still impress him with some knowledge about alien cultures, or you could try to tell him a really impressive lie That'll make him think that you had a really exciting day with the Starfinder Society. It's up to you.
5: I feel like we can that. sort of feel the conversation shifting that we're struggling a bit. And Kazuka and Haven can just kind of look at each other and think about that one topic that they both get very excited about and turn to, to them and say, Have you heard about humans?
2: humans.
1: <laughs> I I've heard of them, yes. Please. Wow, well, oh, you, you seem excited to tell me about them. <laughs> Go ahead and make a culture check, I guess. Both of us? <laughs> oh, I can, uh, I'm well, pretty good if, at that. if you both want to, again, one of aid. you can aid the other person. I yeah, don't you can have try culture. to aid. Sure.
5: <laughs> Dirty 20.
3: Eight. I'm going to change my die.
1: You uh,
2: Dice jail.
3: <laughs> Dice jail.
5: <laughs>
1: I don't have to. That. So that, that'll that still be a success, but I'd love to hear what you tell, what you tell Iteration 177 about humans.
5: Well, you know, their eyes are very squishy, and uh, let's see, we know that they love bread. Yeah, and cheese. (laughs) Mm, yes, cheese, and well, did you know that um, in ceremonies, they sometimes will um, pledge allegiance to each other for eternity? Isn't that strange? Yes, it's like a
7: union of friendship and other things. (laughs)
1: It is strange, considering how short-lived they are, that they Mm. pledge themselves for eternity. I always found that fascinating.
7: They believe in another being afterwards. Once they die, they go into the stars, I think.
1: Yes, they do have some rather odd religious beliefs, but that is something that we find across all of the many cultures of the Pact. Uh, I've had a pleasant time speaking with you. This is quite Mm. exciting. Oh, also, they've managed to package
5: yogurt into a portable packet it's called well, there Go-Gurt. Is a
1: fascination with dairy yes. mm.
7: <laughs> it comes in different fruity flavors from their planet strawberry my favorite okay sorry mm. yeah uh,
1: you have you have impressed iteration 177 uh, three mm. times thus far you need but one more success and yeah, in. it's up to you we can't hear you though uh, it's up well, to me good. Um, <laughs> I, I, I was. Uh,
0: it's funny because I was about to do something to uh, try and push uh, <laughs> Zoe over the line, but that's all right. I, <laughs> oh. I lean back and, and I, I, I look at him and I say, Oh, iteration. Might I share with you just one other piece of information, iteration 177?
1: You can, indeed. I would love to. Please tell me, what is this one single piece of information that you have?
0: The reason why the Starfinder Society is seeking the investment of um, influential individuals such as yourself is we are about to launch a new mission out further than anyone has ever gone before. And we, our crew will be commanding the flagship. I myself will be leading the next generation of Starfinders out further and farther and faster than any have gone before. And I got a 31 on my bluff.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Whoa. I'll have to say he's impressed. Mm. <laughs> know mm. oh, this we, sudden shift in command is going to be quite a shake-up. but We obvious.
0: literally cannot do it without you, iteration 177. I understand.
1: Yes, this is quite fascinating. And I thank you for sharing this with me. Uh, highly I that classified though, of course. Seat, of course, absolutely. I won't hmm. be telling anybody else about this. You can rest assured that, that information is safe until you make the proper announcements later on, of course. Yes. And thank at you. this point, I hope we can count on your support. <laughs> And indeed, at this point, you can, because you have suitably impressed iteration 177. Yay! Yay.
3: Humans! <laughs> In the
1: of
0: They do have uh, very squishy eyeballs.
1: Very squishy about- eyeballs, <laughs> and they love various dairy products. <laughs> so portable. Those are all accurate statements about people, though. Yes, yeah, so good. Cheese <laughs> <Jeez>, great. <laughs> We move on to the next round of our little social encounter. Uh, Zoe still needs one one more display of your impressive capabilities to push him over the edge. Uh, and of course, various numbers of you have uh, have the option to either engage with Zoe uh, to attempt to help Maple and Volterix, or find a new. Person. I, I might have a, a
0: just a simple way to put this over the top. <laughs> Um, do, are there any more of those ceramic cups that she oh, shot sure, the yeah. last there's,
1: time there's, there's various vessels all around you, you can easily track down one of those ceramic cups no problem if there's
0: any three that are anywhere near Zoe um, I just come over the comms and I'm like Maple, Voltarex, don't move. And I shoot three of my magic missiles to arc, like, through their legs, like, around their heads, like, just past them. You know, like, just, like, shatter three of the cups all around them. Nice. Sure. Uh, I like it. Like, across the room, like, long range. Like, yeah. Yeah, right.
1: I like it. Typically, magic missiles unerringly strike living targets. It doesn't really affect non-living targets or objects however this is impressive enough that what i would say is that basically instead of getting those automatic hits that you would usually get with magic missile if you make an attack roll and are successful you'll be able to direct those missiles towards the vessels and shatter them where the spell normally would not do that uh, if it won't affect non-living matter, can I shoot his drones
0: then? <laughs> if it's not going to hurt them anyway. No. <laughs> just, just bled, like, just
1: beams of light at his drones. You any uh, any targets, I, it's really just yeah, I'm I'm just i ju- I'm just justifying after right. the fact an attack roll for magic missiles where you normally wouldn't have to make one. <laughs> I was about oh, to yeah.
0: say, to tell you the truth, if there's a chance I'm going to miss, I'm not going to do it. The whole, <laughs> whole point was the accuracy. So uh, uh, I'll skip yeah, there it would
1: then. There, there would hmm. there would be a chance of failure on it. Um
0: hmm. then I won't do that.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Uh well then, uh, let's go ahead and start with Volterix. Uh, do you want to make another showy display? Do you want to help Maple make a display? Or do you want to wait and see if one of your other companions will be the one to push Zoe over the edge?
6: I'm going to say to like, I'm just going to be like staring at Zoe kind of wide-eyed and I'm going to like mentally, telepathically talk to Maple. Uh, what, 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 do, what do we do? Uh,
4: I mean he seems to like us jumping around and shooting things, and uh, should
6: I shoot him? No, I shouldn't shoot him.
4: <laughs> uh, nope, nope, murder, no, no murder. It's what the captain said. Right. Um, we could. Uh, uh,
1: uh, Based on the check you had made earlier, you yeah, still have. You could. You have not tried uh, a bluff check against him or an athletics check, and you can attempt some of the skills you've already tried such as when attack roll or acrobatics check it's just that the dc increases every time you try a skill that you've already tried to impress him with. um
4: well, how would i use the bluff one exactly just like telling him a uh,
1: bluffing is more like it, it, um, it it's designed more like a fainting kind of maneuver so for example uh basically just making an impressive display either physical combat or uh, shadow boxing or something like you know Pulling a gun on him and making an intimidating face, like you were going to shoot it. I don't know, you know, However you uh, want to justify it. I, it's just the bluffing skill.
4: Uh, I got the volterics. I take out my carbon edge shoot again, of which I have a few. Wow! <laughs> I just have these. Nice. Um, yeah, I spent all my money at the very beginning of this. Show. <laughs> um, and I want to, uh, yeah, just like faint throw them at him, where I'm not actually going to hurt him, but I'm going to just like do that sure. thing in Western movies where they hit like just around him and like a, yeah. the shape of him.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Go ahead and make a bluff check.
4: Okay. Ding, 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 ding. That is a 14 plus 3. So that Seven. is a
2: 17.
1: 17. You start flinging Shuriken towards him. Uh, and almost, uh, he doesn't even seem to, like, uh, he. he Barely reacts, but the drones that are flying overhead instinctively like move in to intercept the the throwing stars, and you and each one thunk thunk thunk, uh, and he's looking at it and he says, "Did you just throw throwing stars at me?" <laughs>
4: When I was trying to do like a trick, like if-
1: this is fantastic! I've never seen anything so crazy in my life. You guys are absolutely fantastic. I knew that the Starfinder Society had some new faces that were going to be impressive, but you two—I can't believe it! I, I, I this is—I, fa- I, you know what? I'm going to go talk to my people. They're going to get in touch with your people by the end of the night contracts that you can't you, you can't even imagine how your lives are about to change this is gonna be fantastic hold on i gotta take some calls but but seriously stick around because at the end of the night i want to talk to both of you uh further about about some of these these deals uh, and he actually wanders off you could and he's immediately on a communicator and he's just like these people are at it's crazy she threw throwing stars at me i mean who does that it's just crazy enough to to carry a show on its own uh and you have gained influence Yay. with Zoe. Not, not, gonna lie. not gonna lie, watch it. Yeah.
4: yeah. I yes. walk around and I take my sugar and come back out of the drones because I do want to keep
1: those. <laughs> yeah, I need those back, please. <laughs> uh, you have impressed Iteration 177 of the Ashbus Consortium. You have impressed Zoe, but there are more guests at the party who require some special attention. And you know that one of them is Nayaj, a gnome who is still sort of standing off by herself uh, in the corner of the room, doesn't seem to really be interested in engaging with anybody. There is a uh, Yosoki scholar named Royo, who is still uh, chatting it up with some people nearby. Uh, and then there is the, the parasitic isopod, Icarus, who uh, is making the rounds, seems to be over at the buffet table. Uh, mm-hmm. The half-elf um... host is like sampling various fruits. Ooh, can cute. I
0: try and read the surly gnome? Because if she's having a bad night, I don't want to. I want to see like what what's her deal? Because she might storm out of here.
1: Mm. Sure, you uh, oh. you try to get a, a read on the surly gnome. Go ahead and make a sense motive check. If the group gets back together, Yeah, you, you want yeah. yeah, yeah, you can use culture for that. That's really,
0: twenty three. Twenty three.
1: Uh, looking at her, uh, she's wearing a. a A society insignia. You know that she's actually a venture captain for the society, uh, which is a fairly, I mean, like she's one of the higher ranking members of the society. It's very likely that if you are with the society long enough, you may work directly for under her command at some point. Um, Or replace it. Or replace it. Yes. She doesn't really. Looks surly the more that you study her it's just that she doesn't that this this just isn't really her scene you don't get the sense that she's unapproachable um she's just sort of keeping to herself she seems distracted by probably some work on a data pad that she's, you know, furiously going through. She's basically that person at the party who is pretending to text all night uh, to avoid engaging with anybody (laughs) that they don't know. Uh, But you get the sense that she would be approachable if you wanted to. What you can remember about her specifically as you're thinking about uh, what you've read about various Venture Captains is that she's uh, um, a logistician. She's very impressed by... um, uh, She would be very impressed by computers, engineering knowledge, uh, piloting, um, anything that you can relate to Starship Logistics. And uh, she's also, you know, with with the success of your check, uh, you know that she is particularly fond of teamwork. And those who use the aid and other action while you are engaged with Nyaj actually get a plus four bonus instead of a plus two uh, when making any of the checks to impress her.
0: I come over the comms and I just say I think uh, Haven Kaska and I have a pretty good uh, handle on things over here. We should probably engage with the with um Maple and Voltarex, uh, who did you have in mind next? Or you could come with us if you so chose.
4: Uh... Well, are you are you okay? That was kind of like like stressful for you. I feel like. Is this
2: real? <laughs> all right, all
4: right. Uh, we're gonna yeah, we're gonna hit up. Uh, uh you guys have uh, Naij. Um, oh gosh, the oh, two are both gross. I don't. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what what? They are
4: <laughs> well, they? they're gross. Which one should we talk to? One has a big boil on his neck, and the other one is has a, is a host parasite. Um,
5: Oh, <gasps> I always thought you were gonna say the boil on
1: the neck is the person. <laughs> I,
4: mean, I thought like the the uh, Royo had a like a boil on his neck.
1: Royo is a Yosoki, which is basically like a a, a rat folk type person. Little rat, yeah. So yeah.
4: Um. So yeah. Well, uh, Terex, you don't care about either. I,
6: I don't want to talk to anyone else, but if we have to, then yeah.
4: Uh, cool. We, we go to, uh, we talk to the,
1: uh, to Royo then. All right. So you head over to Royo. We will actually, uh, I'll deal with the the other three uh, who are going over to talk to Nayaj first. Um, obviously Gunnan, you, you took your action this round to get a good really good read on the Bleachling Gnome and figure out what makes her tick. Uh, and you pass that information on to your team. So Haven and Kazuka, you know that she's going to be particularly impressed with anybody who knows something about Starship's, Uh, starship logistics um, and she also is particularly impressed by teamwork Um, Mm -hmm. uh, she is sort of as as you make your way over um you know she's she's she's, has like a grim look on her face she's standing a little bit apart from the rest of the mingling crowd uh you can clearly see the Starfinder society insignia on her formal uniform uh though she stands about half the size of any of you you get the sense that she'd be ready to wrestle any the whole lot of you out the nearest airlock if you gave her a good reason to She's heavily distracted by the data pad in her hands, uh, paying almost no attention to the party, though she does look up and give you a a sort of a a courteous nod as you approach. A gnome after my own heart.
5: (laughs) Greetings. I am Hibinovic, but you can call me Haven. This is Kazka and our Captain Gunnan.
1: Hello. Pleased to meet you. I heard that you are some of our society's newest recruits. That's... That's good. Uh, how are you finding your time with the society?
5: Mm, well, we have had an interesting time, but I'm, I have not spent enough time behind the controls of a starship, if you know what I mean.
1: Mm, so you're a pilot then?
5: An ace pilot, and I've yes. got the itch.
1: <laughs> I've never yes. met a pilot who didn't call themselves an ace. Oh. Uh, you can make a piloting check if you'd like to see if you could uh, impress her with your knowledge oh. of how starships work and uh, I would
0: you. like to assist
1: yay' I'll assist this is, <laughs> this is still the same round where you had done the read on her okay. oh, right. so okay, for sorry. next round right. you can start assisting but Kazka you haven't I
3: done will to try start, to so. assist also
5: sure.
1: uh, I
3: do.
5: Haven has a special ability theme knowledge, ace pilot. You're obsessed with starships and vehicles and have committed to memory almost every related tidbit of knowledge you've ever come across. So the difficulty of this uh, to recall knowledge and culture checks uh, is reduced by five. And then I get an addition to my piloting check, which I will add.
1: Ooh, Ooh. I like it. So she sort of actually, as you're talking about uh, being an ace pilot, she says, yes, I've never met a pilot that didn't call themselves an ace. Tell me, how would you route these transports that are supposed to be coming in? Uh, they're they're de- they're telling me there's delays. You take a look at their routes and tell me if you can spot anything that might uh, boost their efficiency.
2: Mm.
5: well, uh, and then did I get an assist as well?
1: I rolled a twelve, so yes. Yeah, Sweet. yay! Kazka, from somewhere in the back of Cospa's mind, <laughs> she's looking at the route. She's like, oh wait, yeah, you could if they actually did a little bit of a harder burn on this turn, they would right in- increase their fuel efficiency. Yes. Uh, Going to give you a plus four bonus to Ooh. your check.
5: So uh, Haven starts moving around the schematic in like a holographic way, and uh, like almost like sports patterns of like moving over <laughs> here and coming over there, uh, and got a thirty-four on that oh. piloting
1: oh. check. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh 34 (laughs) is such a rousing success that i will actually (gasps) count that as two successes as as you sort of uh identify the inefficiencies in the transport routes and you realize that any delays that they're talking about are very likely because the transport company is paying uh over time their contract is for time so they're Mm. trying to run out the clock uh and you like tell her all this information you, you, you plot out the route uh, you realize they could get here one full standard pack day sooner than they're implying uh, and she looks at, at the results she's like yeah you're right i i like that uh let me just <laughs> and she she sends a message really quick um and you can see this little smirk on her face just don't worry uh i fixed this uh thanks for the help
5: someone just got fired
1: <laughs> uh, and indeed, you have all uh, achieved two successes. two. yes. Yeah. Uh, Good job, Hannah. as uh, Maple and Volterix. I believe you guys were going to who were you going to? Royo, Royo, Royo. So you actually are stepping up to an elderly Soki who stands, he's wearing a suit of formal wear several years out of fashion. <laughs> and he's got a new thick pair of silver rimmed spectacles, almost unheard of on the station where getting corrective surgeries are as common as buying a new shirt. Tucked beneath one arm is a folio containing actual sheets of printed paper. <laughs> and on one corner of a sheet that's sticking out from one of the folders, you can see scribbles of handwritten notes in actual ink. <laughs>
3: Wow, and and as you
1: approach the conversation, you and you you hear Royo is sort of talking. Yes, and that is when I was saying that um, uh, Casteville, uh, when they went there, they found all of these ancient statues that had patterns across the the face of the the figures, which I found to be quite fascinating. Uh, there was no indication of how these patterns were actually imprinted. As the uh, tools that, and then he sees that the two of you have come. He's like, oh, uh, uh, yes what what um um i hello yes <laughs> it seems to not really it's like uh, can i help you
4: um hey that's some like crazy stuff happening in your hand right there is that paper i don't think i've ever seen it
1: yes it's it's paper of course it's paper see look it's just some of my notes that i was carrying on um,
4: wow, that's is, so yeah, so much. Thank you. That's amazing. Um, here's, yeah, I,
1: see if I find that, that far too many people uh, rely mm-hmm. on uh, digital transference and storage of information. I mean, what happens if uh, you get hacked? You get a virus? It's madness. Well, Taryn, help me! Yeah, so I write can, it I, down
2: can I do, I do a sense motive?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, as you are listening to this guy Talk, go ahead and make a sense motive Jim. This
2: is...
4: <laughs> this, this. This uh, Yosuke is the opposite of people and <laughs> it's I love it, I know, and
6: Volterix is just literally like soaking it in.
1: Um, Dirty 20? Dirty 20. Yeah, I mean, you you get a pretty good read on this guy as he's going on and on about the benefits of paper and books and eschewing computers and not storing your data on databases and how, how unreliable digitization is. Uh, you know that this guy he comes from the old school but he's very very smart but he's sometimes a little bit of a bore to talk to you know that if you can gauge him on any kind of physical science um, life science mysticism (laughs) or culture that you have if you can sort of impress him by showing that you too uh know a, a breadth of of um scholarly things you might be able to impress him you know that it is very likely that you would take a penalty to any kind of check where you are talking about computer sciences um or uh, uh sort of technology. talking about the benefits of technology that would actually he would dislike that
4: battery's bad um <laughs> okay uh and well do you tell me this information oh yes um, wow, I don't know anything about like most of that, but I am pretty mystical. <laughs> I have a plus five mysticism. Um, sure. so, uh, hey, um, so all of this is great. Thank you for all that information about I, you know, it's not really important. Um, you know, do, I'm a member of the Starfinder Society and we like accept everyone here. And actually, um, I'm a witch warper. I don't know if you ever met one of us before.
1: Yes, everyone. yes. It was back in AG 143. Oh my God, that's amazing! So cool. Wow. We so knew all about alternative. Reality. Oh my God, it's so good. I just
4: kind of like say that so good, really my loud. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and do do display, I guess. Or uh, actually, no. Um, uh, yeah, I'm gonna just I'm gonna roll mysticism To uh, to engage him in yeah, this sure. way. even though I'm like not yeah. really listening to him. I am going to pretend. Right, right. and I'm going sure. to answer
1: his questions. He makes some comments in all the right places as he tries to sort of uh, explain his theories on witch warping. Oh
4: God! Okay, that's that's
1: a that's a ten. Is that anything? Ten. <laughs> uh, as as he's going on, he can at one point he actually is like snapping. He's like, "Are you are you even paying attention to what I'm <laughs> saying?" As I was mentioning uh-huh. that the young man. Uh, uh he actually turned the thing inside out, which cool. was physically impossible at the Great. time, except that he uh-huh. had merged the reality with one which wow. it was possible. Sounds like, he, like he's going and you just cannot yeah. seem to focus on this. <laughs> uh and you have, have gained one failure towards the oh, no. towards, oh. towards interesting I people. I
6: people. <laughs> what kind of pen does he have?
1: Uh, he's got a, a sort of, it's a, it's a metal, uh, like one of those fancy, like Fountain gold things. ones that you would twist to, yeah. to pop the, the ink out. Um, but I'm gonna... this actually takes us to the, this oh, takes sorry. us into the top of the next round sorry, for, sorry. for mm-hmm. this. So you can do things, you, you have actions now. Uh, so what do you want to do next, Volterix?
6: Uh, I'm going to kind of look at his, pen. Sure. Um, so you don't like technology, but you like that pen.
1: Well, this one, yes, it's, it's my very favorite pen, in fact. Um, not very many people use pens these days. They prefer to, you know, use the old uh, keyboard that everybody is so reliant on these days. I say, break away from the keyboard and Valtarx? go back to our roots.
6: Valtarx is gonna reach behind her and pluck out a feather? Mm -hmm. and then she's going to kind of go to the top of his pipe and just kind of dab the top of the feather into the Mm -hmm. pipe and hand it to him and say, well, I mean, if you want to go back to how things used to be,
1: why aren't you using this? Mm. Why? Because I've never had one of these before. I'm quite impressed by this gift, perhaps, if you roll a check. Maybe <laughs> right it culture? It's not covered. Uh, you know what? I'll actually go with culture on this. One. Yeah. Okay. That's what I was going for. <laughs> <laughs> that's a
6: 23.
1: Yeah. I agree. <laughs> Indeed, the quill pen is something that we have gotten far too far away. I love it. I would actually have to find some actual ink pots. I think that was some back in my in my study i would have oh this is very exciting i thank you for this gift this is quite fascinating um you know that the first people to use quill pens were actually a society of monks back then and he starts going on his long-winded story about the invention of the quill pen um, <laughs> on various different planets because it was of course invented by different societies at the same time across <laughs> the pack it's just absolutely mind-numbing uh but you have indeed impre- uh, gained one success with him with your display uh maple you can see that Volterix has uh seemed to gotten an inroad with mm-hmm. this guy
4: oh another turn i wanna... thought
1: we were going through okay we're on sure wait, now we're on a new turn and okay. Volterix had something she wanted to do so i just we're, we're just not <laughs> doing it in the same order every <laughs> okay, time
4: okay, okay. <laughs> um i desperately want to leave but i'm gonna stay with my friend and help god damn Yay. it
1: <laughs> now just so um, you know you actually can go and like you can go and engage with another guest and then come uh-huh. back to him later you don't have to do it all in a row you can if you are feeling like i just can't do it this okay <laughs> <it>. um,
4: <laughs> i want to try to regale him with um the culture the details about the culture of koshoria my home planet and the uh aristocracy and how it works Mm. And I, because uh, my uh, uh, background is agent of chaos slash noble scion, I get to reduce the DC culture checks to recall this kind of knowledge um, and etiquette. Blah 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 by five.
1: Okay, I like it. <laughs> uh, just keep in mind that it's the same skill that Volterix just used, oh, so okay. it won't. It, your 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 reduction of the DC is going to outweigh what attempting it. So that I'm just letting you know the bonus isn't quite as big as it normally would be what because it little
4: what is the detriment, again, from doing it The
1: The Using the skill multiple times, it's minus two for each time you use it. Okay. But you're reducing the DC by five, so you still have a net change of three in your favor.
4: Oh, okay. That's a 21 total. Hmm. Oh,
1: easy, nice. easy. Um, and as you start telling him all about um, your... Uh, what's your what's your home planets
4: so my home planet is called Kashar. you might have heard of it it's like pretty cool but i know like a lot of people haven't gone there yet because it's sort of like on like the edge anyway i don't really want to talk about that part but what's really cool is that and you can't tell anybody this i know a lot about the aristocracy because i might have like an in on that knowledge you know what i'm trying to say (laughs) so um there's like a bunch of families that all like rural different parts i just start going on and on about uh how the royalty there works and like way too much detail because that's all it's the only culture i know about
1: <laughs> and as as he's as he's you're doing this you can see that you actually really caught his attention and he's like oh yes indeed uh, uh, that, indeed we we have far too few decimar uh, making the trip out to absalom station i'm delighted to hear anything that you can tell me about your your society and he actually at one point takes the the uh, the quill that Volterics <laughs> had given him and starts writing down notes in his little folio, as you are explaining uh, your society to him, and you've gained another success towards impressing Royo. Uh, the other half of the team over with, with Nyage, uh she seems quite pleased as she fires off an angry email towards <laughs> the transport companies and tells them to get their butts in gear and get to the station on time or find another job. And uh, what do you want to do? You know I'm- that... Uh, com- Sorry, I was just I was just gonna say, you know, that computers and engineering are still things that you might use, although another piloting skill uh, could come in handy, though, at a minus two penalty since you've already used
0: it. Uh, I'm going to attempt a bold stratagem here, and I just say, "Um, apologies, Captain. It seems some of my team might be struggling a bit. I'm going to have to step away to assist them.
1: (laughs) No problem at
0: all. Uh <laughs> trying to pull double duty of showing teamwork to her and bailing yeah, them out. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, like
2: nice. It? Yeah. Uh,
0: and I'm going to head over to join them, and I want to try and read him on my way over to see, because I Maple's clearly flustered, and I don't know why. Sure. So, <laughs> that's, uh ooh, let's see. That is going to be... But 26.
2: 26 wow. yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, as you as you sort of approach Royo, and you're getting a sense for for the conversation as Maple is explaining about her culture and um, her home planet, you get the sense that again, this guy he's an old school scholarly type. He wants he wants uh, if you can if you can impress him by by telling him anything that you know about the world. That's gonna that's gonna get his attention. Um, he is particularly impressed by anything, if you can talk about physical science, life science, mysticism, or culture, uh, you can suitably impress him.
0: Excellent. Well, having bowed out over there and approached over here is going to be it for me, though.
1: (laughs) Okie dokie. Uh, Haven and Kazka, you've been left alone with Nayaj, who, Mm. uh, seems quite pleased for the moment. Um, even at this point, stopping, calling over one of the waiters and grabs a drink for herself for probably the first time tonight. Um, Mm. this is so, uh, it seems that, uh, when we recruited, we actually got some competent people, uh, in place, which is fantastic. I believe the first seeker has some pretty major announcements about the direction that the society is going to be taking for the rest of the year. So, uh, it's good to know that we have some sharp minds behind us.
2: Hmm,
5: Indeed, are you in favor of the direction that the Starfinder Society is
1: going? Quite honestly, I don't know what it's going to be. Um, I'm gonna—I'm just in the dark. I'm in the dark as much as anybody else here. But uh, I'm sure that uh, Miss sebo despite the fact that she hasn't actually been officially nominated, the first seeker uh, will do a, a fantastic job.
5: Hmm. Perhaps. <laughs> Yeah. Uh perhaps if we were to implement some of these um management strategies that the shooter intend to use. And I would like to do a culture uh check.
1: Culture check. Okay. Uh I like. Oh it. wait, was that um, one of them? Uh no, with her, we've got computers and engineering. Okay. Oh, right. um, I don't have either of those. Me neither. <laughs> I sadly I have both.
5: I know. <laughs>
4: And teamwork, like teamwork.
5: Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh,
7: isn't it great to have a captain that takes care of his crew, Haven, right?
5: Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, uh, actually, uh, if we wanted to be the most efficient in planning out these routes uh, to get to these places, and I'm going to do another piloting, because that is what sure, Haven yeah, is I mean, good it's,
1: at. It's a little bit more difficult, but it's not impossible. Yeah. Uh, Kazka, do you want to aid? Yes, I will right. aid the dt 10 and you can give them a plus four bonus
3: nope that's an eight.
5: Oh, but i got high math All it's right. fine okay a 19 plus 13 is no, what 30,
1: just... 30. <laughs> yeah yeah um as as she's uh as you're sort of almost like looking over her shoulder and seeing that there are some other uh, messages coming in other things that she's trying to route um And you start pointing out various other places where you can make some of the transport duties more efficient. (laughs) Uh, And and she, at some point, just sort of like stops talking and and is just listening to you, uh, occasionally typing things into the data pad at your suggestion. And before too long, you have uh, uh, suitably impressed her.
2: Oh, thank
1: god. (laughs) All of the various ways that you can Uh, increase the efficiency of the society's logistics uh, as regarding to personnel and material transport over the next several weeks. Yay. Yay. Good job. (laughs) That takes us into another round. And we move back over to Royo where we've got now Gunnin, Maple and Volterix. Uh, You guys have two successes and only one failure, so you've still got a solid chance of impressing this Yosoki scholar.
6: The second the captain gets there, I'm gonna, uh, in our minds, I'm gonna say to Maple, "Oh, thank God, the captain's here." And <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna give her a look, and then I'm gonna turn around and I'm gonna walk away.
2: <laughs> just walk away. It's like, well, see you later. And I'm gonna go Keep find down. Haven.
6: I'm gonna go uh, find uh, Haven. I don't yeah. know if Maple will follow, but that was the look I gave of like, "Here's your out. Let's go." Yeah. wait.
2: wait. <laughs> the captain's coming over here. <laughs>
4: Okay. Um. I. I say.
1: Okay. Yeah. You're gonna say. Uh. Is there something that you want to try on your own, or are you just gonna hope that the captain has a brilliant idea and you want to aid him in it?
4: Oh God. Um. Uh, uh, <laughs> I am just looking at the words physical science and life science and being like, what does this even I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um. I guess I'll. Uh. 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 uh I, I will let like. Um, By the way, this is my captain, if you want to like stop talking for like two seconds. Um, And like, he's so knowledgeable about all sorts of things. Help me. (laughs) (laughs) me.
1: (laughs) At this point, Royo looks up at you and says, Oh, yes, a witch weird. Wonderful. I've heard quite a great deal about your people. I believe that you have the innate ability. And he just starts rattling Mm -hmm. off facts about witch weirds, some of which are actually wrong. But... um, Part of
0: (laughs) my diplomatic training is I can use culture in lieu of life science. Uh Aha. I like it. Um, (laughs) If you remember that episode of Star Trek where they had that very annoying Starfleet officer that they sick data on to have a more annoying conversation (laughs) with. (laughs) I very much look at him and I'm like, ah, yes, that is a common misconception about the witch weirds. Uh, And I I sense Maple dying slowly. (laughs) I just say, um. (laughs) If you want to check in on the other, Maple, uh, I'm more than happy to have a conversation with this interesting okay, bye. gentleman. And I just, I like, run. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I got a uh, 22, to, 22.
1: Talk, to, to talk life science with him. As you are uh, talking about some of the finer points of Witch Weird Culture and correcting some of the misconceptions that Roy had had, you can see that he's very interested to fill in gaps in his knowledge. He's like, oh, yeah, well, thank you. I I, I, I am a, embarrassed to say that uh, occasionally, and even I am subject to misinformation sometimes. So I'm grateful indeed to have an expert here to tell me all about your people. And, and, and Well, you know, yes, go, sir, my family does uh,
0: herald from a long line of royalty. Common misconception, it's the hoods, you see. People can't see our faces, and so they don't understand what we're doing most of the time. I would be happy to enlighten you, and perhaps you can enlighten me about this delightfully antiquated writing device you have here, and just nerd out with this dude. Yeah,
1: sure. <laughs> he starts talking about this <laughs> quill pen that he just got from a Strix, or a random Strix. Uh, no, man. Now, now Vol'Kerry- Keep Volcar- that close, it'll be hard to replace. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, Volterix and Maple, you both actually still have actions for this mm-hmm. round, technically. So, uh, you can approach somebody new, or you could go see, uh, I don't know, I what do you want to do with them?
2: Uh,
4: I'd, I'd like to go see Icarus. I it does, uh, that, sure. name? Icarus. Icarus. Icarus,
1: yes. Yeah. Uh, you approach a very well dressed looking, handsome uh, looking half elf who, uh, has a immaculate attire. When he turns his head you see this grayish centipede like creature that is clinging to the base of his skull that runs all the way down his back under beneath his clothes as you approach you see that the creature's many legs are actually sunk deep into the half elf spine hmm. he's sampling some some fruits at the at the buffet table when you approach
4: uh, um hey hey what's going on what's um going on with um
2: oh.
4: hi hello hello I'm Maple, might have heard of me, part of the Starfinder Society, I'm very famous around here, and uh, you're, uh, you're, and you are? Oh, amazing. <laughs> uh,
1: I am Icarus. It is a pleasure I to make your
4: acquaintance. I definitely didn't know that, amazing. Um, quick question, this is really, probably super personal, just met. What's going on with the little um, buggy friend on your neck there, bud?
1: Oh no, you misunderstand. I am Icarus.
4: <laughs> you're the bug. You're both uh, Well, things. you know,
1: that is one word to put it. Uh, interesting, interesting choice of words. I wouldn't call it so much that, but uh, yes. Listen, I I'm I'm a, a so I can call
4: their bugs bugs. Like it's sort of like, you know, it's fine.
1: <laughs> Please, no, I, I That's I'm our word. <laughs> I am not offended. I simply it has been a long time since somebody has referred to me as a bug. I
4: actually said bugo, but it's fine. <laughs> um you'll get you'll get like with with it. Uh, So, um, what is your, you know, why are you interested in the Starfighter Society? And then I want to do a uh, uh, sense motive check with him.
1: Sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, Make
4: that check. (laughs) I keep losing my D20. Where the heck did it go? Wow. Oh, okay. 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 This is fine. (laughs) Um, okay. That is, uh, not great. That is a 13. Is that anything?
1: 13 uh no that's still enough the the dc for the sense motives is relatively low um as you're talking to icarus and sort of getting the idea of of who he is and why he's there he says well i am actually a representative of Ceracor labs we are um uh, primarily um, um biotechnicians and we find that there are various augments and symbiotic relationships one might form with uh, technology and some of it even living. It's quite a interesting endeavor, and uh, the Starfinder Society has requested uh, perhaps a partnership in the future. With your check, you would know that you can use culture to talk about the Starfinder Society and sort of. Uh, uh, formulate how an alliance between the Starfire Society and Seracor Labs might be beneficial to both parties. You can use life sciences to engage with Icarus about biotechnology, uh, or in the same vein, a medicine check would allow you to engage with him about various uh, biological augmentations. Okay, and, I and as you're standing there, he also mentions. You know, you seem to be quite interested in how this um, symbiotic relationships works. I could demonstrate it for you if you would like.
4: Oh my god, I'm totally good. Like, I'm so okay with that. I'm like, like, totally, I get it. I I immediately understood as soon as you explained it. So thank you for that amazing explanation. I'm uh, so totally good with not, yes, let's not do that one though. No.
1: Of course, I would never merge with somebody who did not request it but if you are curious know that it is a fairly painless process and it would give you quite an interesting insight into the relationship between me and my host here
4: Uh, take me off dinner first (laughs) okay uh and then i i don't know if i could use this like a bonus action just like telepathically tell everyone that these are this guy's yeah, you, you can
1: 20. relay that knowledge the, uh, about Icarus for, for free, basically.
4: Don't let him touch you with his bug. I mean, himself. I don't know. Itself. It's
2: confusing.
5: Wait, there are free parasite rides? I'm coming over.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Volter-
1: Volterix, uh, you still actually have an action this round. Uh, do you? Uh, do I wanted anything? to just
6: find Haven because I'm yep. sick of holding this bug candy thing. Ah. And so that's, I want to find Haven to be like, here, are you hungry?
5: Mm, come with me. And Haven is booking it over to Icarus, but we'll eat the candy along the way.
1: <laughs> as soon as you unwrap it, it's like it has these weird little pseudopod that start to like immediately unravel and you have to very quickly put it in your mouth and you can feel it like crawling around in there for a minute uh, and then <laughs> you swallow it um, and it tastes good it's one of those flavors that you're not really sure whether you like it it's not bad the experience of eating it is very strange for certain um mm. you're just not you're not sure if you would eat with another one or not it's difficult to say but it was definitely not something you regret it's slimy
5: yet you satisfying
1: <laughs> <you
2: know?
1: laughs> and then you make your way over to maple who is uh standing next to icarus at Greetings. This
2: point,
1: <laughs> at this point, your all all of your conversations are interrupted by a buzzing from your personal communication devices and you see a priority message from Radizam asking you to meet uh, privately in in a in an adjoining conference room. Hmm.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> so good talking to you, um, Judy calls, uh, Duty, let's go, and I leave. <laughs>
5: yeah, yeah and I follow.
2: We'll start heading okay. back. Mm-hmm.
1: You all move into this conference room, and Radazam is waiting for you there. Uh, he seems quite pleased that you all immediately rush to deal with this announcement. Uh, he also seems to be oddly excited. He looks at all of you and he says, I've just got word. There's going to be an assassination attempt on the first seeker. Oh, I'm and excited! Is where we will take our break. Oh. We'll come back in <laughs> a few minutes. <laughs>